0: Hey, welcome back to Hablando de Corazon, I'm Malen.
1: Hi, I'm Mariana.
0: Okay, so today we're going to be talking about pregnancy and postpartum, all the things that come with it.
1: Yeah, so to start off, um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, because obviously I had my first um, pregnancy last year, and there was a lot of things that like happened to my body that I had no idea were (laughs) going to happen. Oh my God, yeah. So one of the questions that I had for you um, that I've been wanting to know and I saved it. Um, what well, what are the biggest changes slash shocks that happened to your body that no one ever told you would happen? Uh okay, first of all, the amount of stretch marks I would get and where yeah. so I don't
0: mind them that much anymore. But if anyone's new here, you might know that I had my first child when I was 17. So the Initial shock afterwards. It's like because at that time, no one my age that I knew had kids, so it was like I was the only one with stretch marks. So it really bothered me then. um But another thing that I've noticed since my third child is that I have <laughs> the saddest <laughs> balloon boobs ever. Like they're deflated, <laughs> and like okay, so you know that I we're planning to go on a vacation, and I bought like new swimsuits to try on to see what would what I would like because they're all from online and they like I'm, I've i never ever been self-conscious about my boobs but lately I'm like I have nothing like I look like a five-year-old undeveloped <laughs> child like I just don't have anything I don't have anything on the top they're everything just, I mean, they're changes little, yeah they're changed and they're little to begin with and I don't care that they're like I'm not gonna I don't want huge boobs, but I wish at least my little ones were perky, and they're
1: not. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Um. So for me, I think I was already like, obviously, I just had them last year, so I'm I was already 25. I was already expecting all of these changes to happen, but one thing that shocked me—it's like super simple, but it shocked me so bad. My stomach got so hairy. Did that happen to you? <gasps> no. I've yes, never- dude. I look like a freaking girl. <laughs> No, it happened like when I turned like like I want to say like six or seven months it just like my hair was and it wasn't like you know how you you get like like hair on your face like thin as hair it no it was freaking like eyebrow hair what I mean, yes. it, I,
0: mean I I can see why that happens because it's hormonal and hair yeah
1: hormonal. my nurse said I mean, it was because of the hormones yeah. but even like she said it'll just go away like after you um have them or whatever and like it did it just went away like I, I'm like did it fall off or like what what happened to it because it literally just went away like slowly like I obviously didn't pay attention to it every day but out of nowhere I just realized like oh shit like my stomach hair is gone and you like on your stomach like around your belly button or no my whole stomach oh my god I've never heard of that I'm sure you're not alone yeah though. I'm gonna show you a picture that's why I would never post like pictures of my belly like that because it was fucking <laughs> oh I'm sorry And I was scared. I was literally so scared. Like, I asked the nurse towards the end of it. I wish I would have asked her sooner. But I asked her towards the end. And she's like, it's normal. I'm like, oh, I thought I was like, freaking turning into a man or something. (laughs) Stop. That's
0: so funny. I mean, it's not funny. I'm sorry. But
1: yeah, it's funny because I I didn't know. know.
0: Yeah, I want to know now, like, if anyone's listening, and you've had this happen to you before, like, how how often does this happen to people? Cause I'm the opposite. I, and I'm not like trying to like show off or anything, but I don't get hair on my legs and my, well, I naturally don't have like hair on my arms, but, um, I did like, I was pregnant during the summer and I think I shaved once or twice. Cause I yeah. just don't get hairs. And then, um, the only place my hair really grows is my head you're freaking lucky (laughs) (laughs) no but then my eyebrows i have no eyebrows i have i'd
1: rather i'll sacrifice that to not have hair everywhere else (laughs) no because imagine like drawing your eyebrows and you don't
0: have any facial hair and i'm like what the fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know it's crazy but everybody's body is different so yeah but yeah that's like one of the things and it's crazy because it's like the simplest thing ever but i was so freaking like freaked out i'm like why is my why do I look like a freaking gorilla right now oh yeah it went away that's that's good good.
0: yeah but I was gonna say the another thing that I was not prepared for especially this time around I don't know if it's just because I had the two little ones so close together but postpartum hair loss dude I (laughs) I wasn't fully grown back like my head hair from Olivia and it's I'm still shedding. He's five months old. He's almost six months old. And yeah. my hair is still falling out.
1: I think that was one of the hardest things for me postpartum.
0: Well, you have naturally thick and a lot of hair. So you yeah. can see your spots more.
1: Yeah. And you know? now it's growing back. And I have like bangs. <laughs> Unwanted <laughs> bangs. And my hair is thick. Look at my hair. Like I nothing know. holds it down. It's straight it was, up like two inches. You
0: can see that it's growing. Because my hair is so oh. thin. And I like I can see the bald spots but I don't see it growing in everyone's like "Oh, what did I you guys little hairs but I'm like no but I'm like
1: by the time I'm back I'm gonna have another baby and then it's gonna happen all over again
0: yeah it happened all over again I've- I'm using I've- a shampoo now so I'll let you guys know in like five months if it works but that's another thing yeah. that really messes with me because in like I when I go to the gym and I put my hair up in a bun like I just throw it up everyone can see all my entradas and I'm like
1: yeah look at me. i just sent you a picture earlier and i was bald yeah
0: i saw yours
1: and that was when it was like really bad and i i haven't showed you the pictures of when like i would lose hairballs in the shower you did you did then you would send me i did chats, yeah yeah i would freaking cry every time i showered and i would have to like i would literally not wash my hair just so i wouldn't see that oh my god <laughs> yeah but it it took like um I think from when he was three months to five months, that was like the worst part of it. Like right now, it doesn't fall out at all anymore. That's good. I'm waiting. I'm like, I can't wait for the day that it doesn't fall out because like I blow dried my hair today, and I
0: thought I'm like, oh, it doesn't. It's not gonna fall off that much. And I can like, there's chunks. Hold on, stop. It'll stop. Stop the video. But like, if you guys can hear a baby in the background, can you hear him? (laughs) A little
1: bit, but it's not that. Okay, because
0: I can really hear him. So okay, so today the babysitting (laughs) situation's a little different. So both of my the little kids are downstairs with my sister and my mom. So if you guys hear like a screaming baby or a screaming toddler, I'm sorry. <laughs> we just could not avoid it. It's today. okay.
1: Hey, they had to be here for this episode. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah they're the reason we're yeah. doing this episode.
1: So, um, when I was pregnant, I realized like all of the things that you should not say to pregnant women or mm-hmm. people who just had babies, even like after I had them. Like, it's crazy how inconsiderate people are and they're like oh my god you're huge <laughs> yeah or it's like <laughs> are you, you sure you're months because you're too big and I'm like what Excuse and me. even after especially like going through like they call it the fourth trimester right the last I think the yeah three months after you give birth or something like that mm-hmm. during that time you're like super hormonal and emotional and like any little thing that somebody says it's gonna make you cry Oh yeah, or it could make you cry. Could make so you I kind of learned, yeah. Now I know like what to not say mm-hmm. to somebody like a new mom or like even somebody who's pregnant. Like, oh my god, you're so big. That's you know, not like don't cute. Comment, like,
0: yeah, don't comment on their on any pregnant woman's body. Like, it's just it's not so a compliment. Scary. No.
1: And like, even I'm, if they don't mean it that way, like when you're pregnant, you're already going through like so much changes, emotionally and changes yeah. that you like every little thing about your body is bothering you, and then to somebody for somebody to just point it out you're like all right I want to punch you in the face right now (laughs) don't tell people that (laughs) so don't say anything just don't yeah because sometimes like
0: you said even if you mean good or you want to help it does not help because then especially people like me that overthink it's like oh shit they said this so I gotta you know like not fix it but like like you, like, okay, you think example, about that big, it's like oh shit like I you're right I or oh, for example so everyone said that oh you're not gonna um how do you say it like get back to how you were after your third kid and I was like oh my god you're right like I didn't go back I didn't bounce back that's the word I'm looking for I didn't bounce back as fast with Luca as I did with Delani or even Olivia and so then I made that like my mission for like a good month I was just like I need to eat better I need to go to the gym every day but then I'm like for what? Like, I'm not gonna, like, if I wouldn't go to the gym a day, I'd be stressed out. Like, yeah. for what? Because somebody told me that. And I wanted to prove yeah. that I could bounce back. And I was like, <gasps> like, freaking out. Like, <laughs> I gotta get back. But I'm like, no, that's not my priority.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how much like comments like that affect you. Mm-hmm. And now, like, now, that I'm like past that stage I'm like I don't give a shit you can say whatever yeah. you want like now I don't care <laughs> yeah, but don't like, care. like during that care. time my <laughs> yeah during that time you're like so sensitive that everything just bothers you or like gets to you I guess
0: oh this kind of can bring up because we so on Instagram we had people like ask questions that they had about um pregnancy or postpartum related and um someone asked I'm gonna read it it says I'm not pregnant but a concern for me while pregnant was how to control hunger um so I
1: didn't yeah
0: (laughs) we ate what we wanted
1: (laughs) I ate everything did you did you like even think about that when you were pregnant
0: no but my cravings changed like throughout the pregnancy so like at the beginning my cravings were and I felt bad because and I would get concerned because they say like the first couple months are like the most is when the brain's developing the spine's developing so then I would get so like scared because all I would want is like anything spicy um anything my mouth's watering <laughs> like cold. I'm not pregnant <laughs> like cold and I never drink Coke, but I would crave Cokes, anything spicy. The spicier, the better, um, like dulces, um, tamoy, tajin, like anything. Oh my
1: God, me too. Tajin, I would put yeah. that on everything.
0: But then it's crazy because during the middle and then towards the end of my pregnancy, I would crave, crave like healthier things like salads. Oh, if you were to offer me lettuce with like um, pepino or tomatoes and like croutons and some chicken, that was like my... I could eat that all day every day because I crave salads which is weird so I never really had a problem and then you you know that I don't have a problem I have a problem gaining weight yeah and and so that was never like an issue but it was an issue to get the right nutrients in at the beginning
1: yeah I didn't think about that I would just eat whatever obviously like I wouldn't eat like fast food all the time but I would just eat like regular yeah I didn't really think about like Calories or anything. No, calories. No. Obviously, like you do try to eat healthier, but I was never like obsessing over, like, oh my God, I have to eat this or I have to stop eating at this point. No.
0: Oh, yeah, no, me either. I
1: would eat all the snacks. And, <laughs> and like one of my weirdest cravings was, but then I would notice I'm not the only one because this girl I follow on Instagram, she was pregnant at the same time too. I would put tahine and limon on carrots, on baby carrots.
0: I've seen that but I have never. you've I've seen that never, okay I've good seen
1: that. I don't know who did it you know, I think it was actually um Yasmin Beauty Bird um no I, I, I follow her but I haven't seen I didn't see I, she, do. I saw Dulce Candy do you follow her
0: um is she older yeah she has a son named Isaac yeah. oh yeah 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 okay I yeah know.
1: I saw her do it after like everyone was telling me <laughs> that I was weird for that and I was like, "See, I'm not freaking weird. Like, it just—it's a craving." Yeah, I never <laughs> And then that. one time, I cried because we didn't have baby carrots, so I put um, sorry, <laughs> I put tahini and limon on lettuce. I, I replaced the. <laughs> I just saw that last week. Somebody put that. Really, that's I so weird. It
0: was,
1: I think it was Les us Make makeup. Maybe, I follow her too. But I've I love heard her. That. Me too. She's hilarious, dude. She's funny. <laughs> Until- i started watching her when she was on facebook oh did you leslie did my sister leslie did too
0: but i didn't start seeing watching her until she was on youtube
1: yeah she's hilarious somebody said did any of you guys deal with any postpartum depression personally i don't think i dealt with depression but baby blues for sure like a hundred percent and i think it probably lasted like i know they say it stops at two weeks but i think it was probably like a month that i was like that um what, what was yours like like what did you um do you,
0: do you hear that door slam? Yeah. <laughs> sorry
1: <laughs> it's okay i would just cry about
0: everything that's so sad and then you can't it even is. help it too like you just can't help why you're sad and sometimes and you it's crazy why you're
1: sad yeah you yeah. I never knew yeah well sometimes it sometimes it would be like if um the baby was crying like i didn't know why he was crying i would just like start freaking crying <laughs> <laughs> and other times mostly it was for no reason yeah but then yeah that's like a huge part of postpartum like I feel like if we didn't have to deal with baby blues after it wouldn't be like as bad yeah I mean it's not a horrible experience but it's still like a big part of what you have to go through oh yeah and it it makes that
0: first month so hard because you're already adjusting to a newborn and they're figuring out their needs and also trying to heal after giving birth and then on top of it you're crying you're emotionally you don't know what you're feeling that's hard on its own like the first month after having my kids I are like a blur I barely remember them because I'm just in survival mode I don't know like I'm just dealing with the next minute and the next minute and trying to figure out way to put them all to sleep at the same time so that I can get to sleep and yeah dude it's hard
1: and then like at the, um, at your checkups, they, at the six week checkup, they'll do like a survey and they're like, have you ever thought about hurting yourself? Have you been having like, um, or do you have feelings of like worthlessness, worthlessness? Is that a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they'll add, they'll do like a survey. And then um, I think that's kind of like how they determine if you have like depression or not. But for me, I feel like some of those questions are so obvious because I remember like, filling that out and I was lying on it I was like um it's like how yeah. do you have feelings of like um like sadness for like the whole day or whatever and I would be like no 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 <laughs> just because yeah. I knew like in my head I knew that that's what they were doing like they want to figure out if you're literally going through depression or whatever yeah. and I would lie on it because I'm like I don't want to talk to anybody else like you know yeah so it's important to not lie on. Those I things know because then they um they give you, like, resources and stuff to um, mm-hmm. kind of help with that. Did you have to do that um, exam, too? At yeah. Checkup? yeah. Yeah, don't lie on those just because it's there for a reason. Like, if you do need help or need, it's not even, like, you're going to be going through to a psychotherapist. It's just, like, they just yeah. give you resources for, like, counselors and therapists that you can talk to just to kind of work out whatever is going on in your mind because there's a lot happening (laughs) in those times so okay I'm gonna not interrupt but like I want
0: to say something so I I struggle with anxiety and depression on its own like even not pregnant and pregnant but one of the things that I didn't expect and I forgot to mention this before but like the one of the things I didn't expect and I don't think anyone that I ever talked to even like had ever heard of it either so I felt completely alone was that not only do I get postpartum depression, but I get like, I think they call it prenatal depression. Or- oh,
1: yes, when you're pregnant. See, when I feel like. Pregnant. Yeah, I feel like if anything, I had that instead of, yeah, postpartum, yep. oh my gosh. yeah. and
0: I was like, and I had it with Olivia. So at first, if I mean, if I wouldn't have had it with Olivia, I would have blamed it on um, the pandemic for having it with Luca because I was completely like isolated but with Olivia, it was bad, and I think it was a mixture of, like, because obviously, like, I, I've been going to a therapist, so um, we think that it's, like, a mixture of, like, FOMO, <laughs> as stupid as it sounds, but, like, um, having FOMO, um, not knowing, like, what the future was holding, and just, like, a mixture of a lot of things, like, not to get too personal, but, um, and then also, like, the fear of, like how is the Lani going to cope with it and like you know just like everything because the Lani was an only child for 10 years and um but yeah um being depressed while I was pregnant and then and then too I this is like going back to what we were talking about like don't like sometimes saying things to pregnant moms can kind of like hurt them more because I remember I would like tell people like oh like yeah I'm just going through like depression while I'm pregnant like I was trying to be more open about it to talk about it to make it more like non um how do you say it? What's that word called to make it not like weird to talk about to normalize Um, it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just to normalize it. And I remember I had this person tell me they're like, but why are you depressed? You're bringing in a blessing into the world. I'm like, well, yeah, I get it. But that doesn't stop me from feeling the way that I'm feeling. And I'm not saying like, I regretted being pregnant. It was nothing like that. It was just my emotions. And then I was blaming the pregnancy for things. And then you know, like it was just weird. And I, I felt so lost. And the, one of the things that helped me too, was that my best friend was pregnant at the same time as I was.
1: So, and so we cool. didn't
0: plan it. It was really, really cool. Cause we would always text each other and we'd be like crying. It's like, I couldn't do this without you. <laughs> like We're like, but for That's real. That's so like,
1: good. Yeah.
0: And cause we were both like, we were like those friends that we would like text each other and then uh, and be like oh we're over here do you want to stop by I'm like yeah I'm there and then we would be just show up and we would like kick it all the time and yeah we would like after work it's like hey are you going to the gym yep okay meet you there be right there and like at the drop of the how do you say it? at the drop of the dime
1: mm-hmm.
0: Is that I'm saying? I no. think so yeah I'm like, 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 mm-hmm. we, would just, <laughs> we would just like meet up we were like free to do anything when Delani, especially when Delani was with her dad and to all of a sudden we're like dude what like what do we do for fun now <laughs> like we could still go to the gym and we still did that but we couldn't like meet up because we would always like once a month meet up for margaritas or you know what it's just like we had to find a
1: different form of like doing things and it's not like because I remember when I was pregnant I was the only one so I always felt left out like I didn't feel left out but I just couldn't like participate in what everybody else was doing like obviously when you like hang out with your friends. you're like they're drinking and stuff and you can't you're just sitting there like all right yeah, twins, I'll, be the, yeah. I'll be the driver yeah <laughs> I know I so that's like cool I, I wish like at one point in my life I'm pregnant with like a friend so we can like you know really Malin yeah I'm not getting pregnant you're like not <laughs> I'm not getting pregnant again my hands are yeah I'm done
0: <laughs> my job here is done
1: you're, like when I said that was my last baby it was my last baby yep <laughs> Yeah, but I hope like, I don't know, because I I just felt more alone. Besides, yeah. like when you're pregnant, you're already going through like emotions and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I just felt left out, even though like none of our friends ever like made me. They always try to make me feel like included, mm-hmm. but still, it's like I can't really do that. What you guys are yeah. doing right now.
0: Yeah, and it's like thanks for the invite, because that's another thing. Like you don't want them to stop inviting you too, because then you feel yeah. like, left out. But it's like thanks for the invite, but like i can't or like just, yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> you
1: know like that but. and sometimes i would feel bad because like some people wouldn't drink just because i wasn't oh, yeah. and i'm like i appreciate that but that just makes me feel even more like yeah like i mean it can attention. make you feel like they're pointing it out you know what i mean yeah but like they obviously they didn't have bad intentions it's like yeah. they're trying to not leave you out but yeah still, yeah Okay. So another question
0: was, um, not a concern, but did you always want to be a mother? And when, when I read this and I was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) this could be like, yes and no. Yeah. No, for real though. For real. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. and no. Okay. So do you want to start or should I start? You can go ahead. Okay. So, um, I always knew as a little kid that I loved kids, but like growing up, here we go talking about our pets but growing up I okay so I'm Latina Mexican um I'm the middle child of six kids um so like growing like I just thought you just had to have kids but either way I loved kids if that makes sense so I I didn't never thought about like oh there's other ways to like be around kids and not necessarily have to have them and so I could have been like a teacher or a therapist for children which I still think about all the time but um so I always knew that I wanted kids or so I thought that sounds so bad and I'm not saying like I don't want my kids like and I regret it it's not bad it's just I never thought about other ways to have them so in when I was in my mind as a little kid I was like yes yes like I always want to be a mom I will always be a mom but once I had the Lani being seventeen, after her, I was just like, "No, like I can't do this." I still like, there's so much to explore. I was so close-minded for so long. I have a lot of growth to have to do, and like all this stuff. And um so, like after the Lani, people would ask me all the time, "Do you want any more kids? Do you want any more kids?" I'm like, "No, no, no, I don't." You're want like, any-
1: stop asking me. That's yeah. also something else you shouldn't ask people in general. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because you don't know what struggles they are having but like people would ask all the time and I'd be like no like and it was like I was dead set um her dad and I had obviously issues um on and off all the time I was so sure I didn't want kids anymore and that's why I didn't have kids for 10 years and then I met Jose Luis and I was just like you know what maybe 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 and like we we like dabbled with with the topic and whatever and then um we, like, agreed that we did, but, like, later on. And then Olivia was, like, surprise, motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> She's, like, you guys were thinking about it? Well, here I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, did he want kids when you guys first met?
0: Yeah, he always said he wanted a family. But, like, he yeah. would be, like, later on, like, when we're, when we're not. Yeah, when we're, I guess when we're ready, but, like, who's ever really ready?
1: Olivia was, like, ready or not. Here right, right.
0: and it's crazy because we we signed for the house. I think December, January, and we found out like February, March that we were pregnant. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. It was meant to be. Yeah. (laughs) It literally was meant to be.
0: For real. And so like after Olivia, obviously I was just like, like I want another baby. Like I do. Cause I I always said, and it's so dumb. I would never give this advice to anyone. I don't know why, but I was like, I want to be done having kids by the time I'm 30, blah, blah, blah. So that was like the main reason we decided to have them like right away but you do not have to wait until you're 30 or you do not have to be done having kids by the time you're 30. Like as long as you're healthy, like don't like you have, yeah, you know, whatever. And um, so yeah, I was always said that I wanted to be done, but then I was like, but I need to have them before so that I can like get my body back for my 30th birthday. and Me like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and good. And yeah. So that's why we decided to have Luca right away, but yeah. It worked
1: out for you because you're going to be 30.
0: Yeah. I'm being 30 in, like, know where I'm nowhere not. I'm gonna be
1: 25. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. Edit <laughs> this out. <laughs> yeah. So um for me, I feel like like the same thing when you're little, like you always like you look forward, not look forward, but like that's always in your mind that you're gonna yeah. have a family eventually. But like when I was a teenager, like I started driving and like I would always tell my family, no, no, no. Like mm-hmm. I never want kids. I never want kids and because I was always the one taking all the little kids everywhere with me like I would take them bowling I would take them everywhere oh, yeah so but like in my head I knew that I did eventually want like to have kids so when I found out I was pregnant my parents were so shocked like they. <laughs> <my laughs> no, no. Like, no, yeah that's what he said he was like no kid no I was like well <laughs> <laughs> and like it's crazy because I just always said no to them and like now that I think of it like they literally thought I would never have kids because I was so like sure like about it yeah that like they were not expecting it but (laughs) now I want like all the kids (laughs) fertilizing (laughs) (laughs) yeah I knew I always did but um and like I'm glad it happened when it happened yeah like he like he wasn't planned but he was also not an accident you know yeah so it was one of my
0: for you like if it happens it happens
1: yeah, literally, like, a couple months before I found out, we were just, like, we're done with school, like, whatever, whatever, if it happens, then, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. When you stop, when you stop, um, <laughs> trying is when it happens. <laughs> yeah, so, like, a couple months after, <laughs> I found out I was pregnant, but, yeah, my family was okay. so shocked, because I always said no, but, like, in my head, I knew, like, yeah. I just knew I always wanted a, a lot of kids that's funny and well like, I wanted like six but now I want like three or four because it's too much
0: God. I always said because I have five brothers and sisters and I was like I, was like, I love huge family like yeah. um it was so much fun growing up but like locally you beat each other up all the time growing up yeah and now I'm like no it's so unnecessary to have that many damn kids
1: really I I always <laughs> for like- me yeah when I think about it I just think about like the future like when my kids have kids they're gonna yeah. have a huge family you know yeah. what I mean that's but why I'm obviously- too
0: I mean yeah one, but I just can't mentally it's so hard like I struggle with really really bad after like during um, my pregnancy and then especially after my pregnancy I just I my mind can't and that's why like because for a while Jose would like joke or joke around but like not joke around he'd be like one more one more and yeah. I was like, no, like I don't think I can handle it. And then he would ask me when I, when Luca was only like two months old, and I was like, dude, I cannot, like I can't, <laughs> can't even fathom the idea of having a like your <laughs> body
1: literally can't. <laughs>
0: yeah, for real.
1: Hey, before it's crazy because um they used to get pregnant like right after. Yeah, like some of their kids were like ten months apart. Like that's crazy. Called, like, Irish
0: twins or something. Yeah. I can't
1: I would say that before but I can't I I I will wait (laughs) (laughs) at least a couple more months
0: (laughs) I know I mean if people want to do it and and they don't struggle with depression like I do then I'm off like I I was always off for it before but no after Luca dude I got scared because um oh this is the thing actually this ties in really good because I had forgotten to say it about um like depression after after having your babies after Luca I had Crazy intrusive thoughts. Like, did I ever tell you about this? No. About like, oh, it's so scary. And even now, when I think about it, I'm like, I hate the things that I would think about. And one time when I was telling José Luis, like, some of the things that um, I would think, he'd be like, "Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> exactly. Why don't talk about it? It's, but like, people need to know that it's normal. And yeah, that's why you go see a therapist because it's normal, but it's not. Like, it's normal because it happens to everyone, but it's not normal. And if you don't get a control of it, then it could possibly get worse. But like, for example, um, so I think I've mentioned this before, but Jose Luis's work schedule is really weird. So he has to wake up at um, two to three in the morning because he starts work at two to three in the morning. And um, so he goes to sleep at 6 p.m. every day. And um, so I was like, by myself all the time and whatever so then if I wanted to go to my mom's house my mom lives like 20-25 minutes from us um I'd have to go alone with the two little kids and um I was doing it for a while but then all of a sudden one day I because in order to get Olivia into her car seat because she'll just run I have to put Luca's car seat on the floor while I buckle her in and then grab him and then go around and put him in his in his thing and um one day I was buckling her in and I started getting this thought that I was like, a car's going to come and run him over. And then he's going to be laying like dead on the floor. Like for what? Like, why am I thinking this kind of shit? Yeah. Like, it's impossible. That would never, that would never happen. But like, I could not stop thinking about it. And after that, like, I just didn't want to read to my mom's by myself. And then there's like in our house um, upstairs, like there's the two bedrooms and the half bath. And there's like a little tiny hallway to get to each room. But obviously, in order to get to the other bedroom, there's the stairs going like straight down. And there'd be times where I'd be walking across it and I'd be holding him. I'm like, dude, what if I throw him down the stairs? Like crazy, yeah. stupid, psychotic shit like that. And That's it's not terrible. nothing. Yeah. And it's, no, and it's not, and it's nothing that I would say like, um, I'm gonna do this. Like I want to do this. It's no, it's like, oh my God, what if this happens? oh my God, this could possibly happen. And it can't because I'm not going to throw him. There's nothing there for me to trip on. And that's another thing that I started keeping the hallway like clear because I was like, oh my God. I was like, I don't want to (laughs) fall. And like there's like the uh, last example, because this one was like the more gruesome one where this is the one that I told Jose Luis. And he's like, why are you even thinking about this shit? And I was like, I don't know. Like I'm crazy. (laughs) Help me. But (laughs) there was one time where um, I had to take a shower. I forgot why or maybe I was just having a bad day and shower just helped me. So I think that I think I had left the door open and put Luca like right outside the door. And Olivia was watching TV. And, um, and while I was in the shower, I was like, Oh my God, she's going to poke his eyes out. Like poke them bad. Like you put him alone. Huh? You pictured
1: it. And I kept picturing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I like quickly got out of the shower and I went, ran and I checked on him and he was sleeping and she was still on the couch. Like
1: nothing happened you're like his
0: eyes are fine yeah (laughs) and she's not like since day one she's never ever been rough with him she's always like try to rub his head nice but I mean obviously she pushes down a little too hard but she's never been mean to him she always like she's very very protective over her her favorite blanket and she'll cover him with her special blanket like you can just she's so nice so I don't know why I would think of that yeah it's just I I feel like
1: a lot of people don't talk about this stuff and I feel like it happens a lot I wouldn't think of things like to that extent but I would think like what if I drop him or like yeah what if I'm like okay this happened okay so this girl that I watch on YouTube her name is Naz Kavari do you know Mm her no I don't know her she um she was saying one time and like I never told anyone I was thinking this until I saw her video because she said that she would think like when she would go through the doors that she would always picture like hitting the baby's head and like his head falling off and I'm like dude I would think that all the time I'm like what if I like when I'm turning right here or like hit him on the table or something Mm -hmm. and his head just starts bleeding like I would think that and nobody talks about that stuff no one talks that's why I didn't tell anyone for like two months and
0: um you know I've talked about my friend Megan I like can trust her with a lot of things I told I started telling her a little bit she's like oh yeah that's normal like the way that she's she wasn't just like oh my god like yeah or whatever she was just like oh yeah that's normal like I've heard of that and I was like you have she's like yeah girl like it's this and she started like telling me but I was like oh my god she's like yeah you're you're fine like it's normal you're like I'm no. not crazy yeah yeah <laughs> she was the first person I told and I think she came down to visit in October yeah so I didn't tell anyone for like a whole month because I was just like no I'm psycho
1: yeah no that's completely normal and I didn't know that while while I was thinking those things I didn't know that it was normal Um, I feel like there's a lot of things that happen that are not like normalized. Like people don't talk about it. And then it makes you even like overthink that even more. Like, what's another example? Well, like how you're. I feel like everything actually about postpartum. Like that picture that
0: I sent you of like hours after having a duke, I still look like five, six months pregnant. Yeah. Like like, if you don't have kids, you you just assume it's because in movies, all you see is, especially even on social media sometimes, still, you still see like women in like crop tops and high-waisted jeans or their normal jeans a week after having a baby and it's not like i didn't wear jeans
1: for like four months
0: yeah i didn't wear jeans for a long time after luca with olivia that's like one of the things going back to what we're talking about with olivia i wanted to prove that i could so for her you know like when you go to the first checkup like a couple days after they're born i squeezed myself into jeans to get to that appointment
1: really yeah,
0: I don't know for what like no yeah. one went but me and Jose Luis like who was I trying to prove yeah, the doctor <laughs> right and th- at that appointment is when he started asking me questions like how am I how am I feeling am I eating because he said that I looked too pale oh yeah he was like you know he's like you look really pale you look really sick um well he didn't say sick but he just said you did look a little off so he yeah but I don't maybe he was like girl why are you in jeans you just (laughs) like four days ago he's like are you
1: okay (laughs) yeah I mean at least he checked in that's good I think Xavier I noticed too with Xavier's pediatrician um the first couple appointments he was super nice yeah like I feel like they know that you're like going through shit because he was so nice because I would like ask him some questions and then he would look at me like straight in my eyes like there was one time that I almost freaking cried because he looked at me straight in my eyes and he's like you're doing a great job oh my yeah. god I'm about to cry right now thank you tell <laughs> me oh, that again say it again <laughs> <laughs> say it again second so record it. <laughs> yeah no he was like you're doing a good job like he's a perfect baby like blah 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 oh my god my eyes are like why because <laughs> oh, it's real like no when people tell you that especially when you don't know it's like uh, yes so especially like in the like your postpartum um like whenever somebody tells you something like that like you cry like 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 we said earlier everything makes you cry yeah but yeah I feel like he made it a point like maybe until he was probably like the four month checkup I noticed that he made it a point to like tell me like you're doing a good job like he's perfect he's fine like yeah. he's growing like you're he would literally make it a point point. and then he stopped <laughs> I'm like What would you stop <laughs> next yeah, time, but like, that, that's like yeah that's like my point like they know what you're going through so he like he just always like made sure to tell so good i love that's super good because i remember him i remember him saying that so
0: wait where is his pediatrician what if it's the same one um on 84th oh no never mind no it's downtown actually his Um, is connected to the same it's in the same building that i had my ob in okay but i love her i love their doctor too
1: is it through um aurora
0: uh no it's through i think it's ascension
1: now oh okay yeah, because all of the doctors that I've seen at are, 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 like, super nice. Yeah. So far.
0: Yeah. I feel like in order to be a pediatrician, you should be nice. Yeah. The kids Because if the parents don't like you, then the kids aren't going to, they're going to feel the vibes and they're going to be like, oh, uh-uh, this ain't it.
1: <laughs> I know when I, I'm starting to, like, I don't know. I think it's just because, like, Xavier hasn't seen him in a while, but I took him on Friday and he was, like, fighting him really and the, yeah he'd, he wouldn't let him check his ears his eyes oh, like no. nothing he's how many months nine months nine yeah I was gonna say that's that's normal at that age yeah and then um his pediatrician's like well he's really strong and I'm like you're <laughs> telling me like I have to change him every time I freaking take him a bath like I know he's like he's super strong yeah I don't know yeah but he was like not letting him check him or anything yeah but need it, um, to. in order, and he did say that he's like it's normal he's just like really really strong
0: (laughs) yeah there yeah Olivia the last time that Olivia had to get shots it took me that um and two nurses I think to hold her down for shots really wasn't and she knows now because in order to get to the place we have to park in like a parking structure and um every time we walk in or we start driving in, she's like no 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 (laughs) like right away she's like no
1: no I can picture her face like that (laughs) <laughs> like, i feel like she has like her expressions are like
0: extreme extreme yes. <laughs> yes yes like the other day what was it?
1: like what if she's you sad you will see a sad face oh yeah i think it's this dumb little youtube
0: people that she watches because they have to like really like dr- dr- how do you say it Dram- dramatize dramatize traumatize Dram- traumatize like, no drama like
1: dramatically Exaggerate? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't think they're traumatized. I think this is like the second recording we do where I make up some
0: fucking word. Oh no, last time we couldn't pronounce abdomen.
1: (laughs) Dude, last (laughs) time. Wait, yeah, it was. I said abdomen. (laughs) Yeah wait hold on last night i saw a tiktok and it was like these young boys and they're like how do you say embarrassed in spanish embarazado. And, then the boys like, embarazado. <laughs> and then all three of them were like Estoy embarazado. i'm like you sound so dumb stop and i was wondering if they were like if they did it on purpose or if they knew but i was cr- i was dying i sent it to my parents i was like <laughs>
0: I think I was looking like through the comments because sometimes the comments are just as funny as the yes. videos and people and then- were like um, no su- no sube or they were making no no not sube what were they saying no sabo they were saying yeah <laughs> like well these are the guys that are gonna be like no sabo
1: <laughs> I clicked on their page and then there was another one when they were like um say lungs in Spanish and the guy's like lonjas <laughs> Uh-uh, that's what we have after having babies. I sent it to my aunt, and she's like, "Well, then my lungs must be huge." <laughs> it's so, it's funny. so funny, but yeah, the comments on there are always funnier than the actual videos.
0: Yeah. So what I was saying ex- before was <laughs> the words that Olivia really exaggerates her facial expression because those people on YouTube, they're not really talking as much; it's mostly their expressions. So like the other day, I think I made like some noise. It sounded like a candy wrapper. Like I just was like, like something like that. And she's like, gay? ¿Qué? ¿Qué? Oh. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> I'm putting the garbage away, chill.
1: <laughs> but she goes, gay. And then the videos you sent me of her, she's always saying something random. I think there was one where um you were telling her that like Luca's a baby or whatever, and she's like, No, the Yeah. So okay, she Leslie got her this makeup. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> out of everything that's why he's a baby (laughs) well
0: because when she wants to give him her food we're like no I don't dientes And she's like oh okay okay. So he just got her this makeup set and (laughs) and she was like oh like can I put makeup on him and like no Lucas is muy chiquito and she's like oh no tiene dientes I'm like yeah sure (laughs) that's why he can't wear makeup
1: (laughs) that's the exact reason why he can't um another question um, that we had on Instagram somebody said what was the biggest struggle you both faced dealing with postpartum
0: hmm. being this time around probably COVID
1: yeah that's um, what I was gonna say too
0: yeah I mean you can speak on that more since that's like your biggest experience I think I have I, I... um
1: yeah I feel like COVID made it like twice as hard if mm-hmm. not more yeah. Just because I was like by myself, um, yeah. like I had him, and then, like, you know, like the first few days, usually people are like coming over, giving you food. Yeah. Like, all of, I mean, we did have people like giving us food and stuff, but like nobody was in. Like, I think it was like probably like four or five days before like anybody actually came in to like see him, and like, and we were still kind of iffy about it just because yeah. it was like right when COVID started, which made it even more hard. I feel like if I would have give, given birth now. I would have had people yeah. like, around me. Okay. Like, safely. Like, obviously, like, get tested. Because at the time, they they weren't testing people yeah. for COVID. But now, I would be, like, prepared. Like, I would be, like, okay, you got to get tested, like, right when I go. Just so. Yeah. I or, like, get, like wear a mask and like, like, bring hand sanitizer or something. Yeah, yeah, like, I would be cautious, but still have people. Because it was freaking hard. Like, I hope nobody has to go through that anymore. Because it's hard. I okay. did enjoy, though, like... And being in the hospital and not having anyone besides yeah. like, I like that. Like, I'm actually glad <laughs> about that part. Yeah. I liked like not having people around. And then like, I was thinking too, like after I'm like, people really like when I right after I had them, we went to the to the other room that they like um put you in, like after you give birth, they send you to a different room. And like people before COVID had visitors there, like at that time. Like, before COVID, you couldn't have visitors right when they switch you. When they switch your... Oh, your, I think like You know that. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, I would hate to have people there that soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm. that's the part that I kind of liked, not having to have people at the hospital. Because um, I remember, like, when my aunt had her baby, like, everyone was there. And I did not, I could not imagine having that many people there.
0: Nice. Anyway, yeah.
1: I think COVID is probably the hardest thing that I had to deal with but besides like not having anyone around and like being paranoid about like any of us getting sick because obviously we have the baby mm-hmm. um I would say besides that the hardest thing is like feeling like nobody understands you yeah at the time I think like you just feel alone mm-hmm. right like yeah you don't know like people just don't know how you feel like yeah. I said it in the in the last podcast I was like like, Juan would ask me all the time, like, are you okay? Like, what do you need help with? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I literally don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I and just don't know. Do you're stuck in your own mind, too. and it's Yes, like- and you, like, yeah. overthink it. You're like, yeah. am I doing this right? Like, what if, like, he's hungry? Or, like, what if I'm doing everything wrong? Like, you just overthink everything. So I think it's important to, like, prepare your partner before you give birth. Just so they know, like, what to expect. Because I know, like, they, there's, like, so many documentaries now, like, on, um, Netflix there's one called babies that we watched have you seen that babies
0: is that was like the four different babies in four different parts
1: of the world um it was like more experience I think so I I remember like we would just play like in the background but it it was more like an experiment that they were doing but uh, just like any type of information that like especially if you're a new mom like both parents can like learn because I know like with COVID we didn't do any classes or anything like that like they were all virtual so we just chose not to do them or I chose not to do them just because whatever but yeah yeah, I would say um like feeling like nobody understands you and then another part that was super hard too is like breastfeeding yes I get like I I get like anxious like just saying that yeah yeah breastfeeding Breastfeeding. was the hardest thing yeah not even on on top of the pain
0: because it's so painful it's like you your life not not that it's on pause but like you literally feel like you have to plan everything around you your have to,
1: the world yeah. your whole life revolves around your yeah. baby nursing yeah. or like if you're pump exclusively pumping or whatever um it's and super it's- hard but I get I feel like it's so rewarding once you get into a routine yeah, I was and, just, I was um,
0: it's the hardest before you get in a routine because they're just eating on demand and it's like, you don't know when their next feeding is going to be. So you literally can't leave them even for half hour because did you have that, did um, Xavier go through the thing where they are eating like every two minutes it felt like? Or, yes. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's called, um. there's a word for it, but I don't remember what it is. Um,
1: Why am I blinking out right now?
0: Yeah, it's not like power pumping because that's when your milk's going down. And I think we both tried that.
1: Cluster feeding? Cluster feeding, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, I felt like he did that for like four months straight. <laughs> yeah. <And> I, feel <laughs> I was like, like it's always. When they're growing and yet they need to make your body produce
0: more. Oh, that's the hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Breastfeeding was, I think it probably was the hardest up until like, he was probably like four months. Yeah. Sorry. That's um. True. Yeah, because I, I started pumping right away just because Juan wanted, Juan wanted to help out more mm-hmm. with feedings. So then it was like pumping, breastfeeding. Um, how do you know if he's getting enough milk? How do you know like what time he's hungry? Like what if he's just like uncomfortable? It's just freaking hard. And then washing the parts for the pump. Remember, I hate, that, <laughs> yeah. I hate when that, dude.
0: I hate that. When I packed my stuff up when I was done breastfeeding and I packed it away, like I was really sad, but at the same time I was like, I'm so glad I never have to wash you again,
1: dude. Like, oh my. Um, God. for the past couple of weeks I've been home. And I haven't pumped, and I'm like, I wish it could be like this, like all the time. And um, something else that comes with breastfeeding is like, sub- supplementing. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like I stress myself out a whole bunch more because I didn't want to supplement, mm-hmm. and like I get like everybody has their own personal choice. Like yeah. Um, if you don't want formula for your baby, it's fine. But like, don't bash other people for not. Yeah or for doing that, um, I feel like for the first month, the first few months, up until now, actually, I was, like, against it for me. Like, personally, I didn't want to because I'm, like, I just wanted to breastfeed. Yeah. But um, we mentioned it at the last podcast, but I did go through, like, a couple weeks where I had, like, my milk supply was so low, and I had to supplement. And I feel like once I, like, all it took was buying it and bringing it home. And, like, after that, everything is, like, so much easier now. Yeah. Just because I don't have it in my mind, like, I'm not going to use formula. I'm not going to use formula. I refuse to use formula. Now it's like, why did I spend all those months, you know, like stressing okay. myself out? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with supplementing. But like I said, if you do have your own um, opinion on it, that's fine. But like the first few months, I was like, no, like he cannot have formula. Um, I refuse to give him that. Because I don't think that I... am with like mom guilt. Yeah. Right. And it also goes back to like what people say like because my mom my aunt they all breastfed like all their kids so I was like I can't do it like I'm not gonna get formula blah 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 and now it's like whatever yeah like whatever it's best for your baby mm-hmm. um, but yeah breastfeeding one of the hardest things <laughs> yeah but I feel like like I said after the first few months it's so worth it like once you get used to it it's worth it mm-hmm. um if you do need help with like feedings you can always pump and that's how you can help know yeah and there's so much help out there
0: too like yeah and it's it's only been 10 12 year difference from um having um the lani to having my two little ones and um you're probably you guys are probably gonna hear me talk about it a lot because 10 year difference from what has changed is so much for so when i remember having the lani the lani i breastfed the shortest amount because i scared myself and i had um I don't know what it's called you probably know but it's like when you're bleeding from the inside so your milk's coming out pink so you're oh like,
1: yeah I don't know what it's called but I know so what I know that what it
0: started happening and I got freaked out and I, I never breastfed her again and she was one maybe like a month too yeah and I could have like pushed through it but there was no one like right now did you have like lactation nurses calling you and yeah like I did not, They were like they check up on you now and they're like oh if you need anything give us a call here's my card like I had them visit me twice I think in the hospital both times with Olivia and Luca and with Delani, I don't remember them ever coming in unless you asked for the lactationers to come in. Um, With Olivia I struggled a little bit with um, her attaching the first day so they gave me like nipple shields with Delani, I don't think I ever got I didn't even know what that was.
1: Dude the nipple shield saved me. Yeah. Yeah, those. I used it for like two
0: weeks straight. Yeah, I used it whenever I would get like too chapped.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: the lanolin wasn't helping. I would just pop one of those things on and then wait until it healed a little bit better and then I wouldn't put him back on. But yeah, so I never, I didn't get, there wasn't as many resources. Um, and to- now
1: there's like um, Instagram pages and all of yeah. that that helps with that. Yeah, um,
0: there's so much out there now.
1: Yeah, I would join like Facebook pages. But at some point, I feel like I did have to, I, like, unsubscribed and unfollowed them because it was too much. Like, it was always on my mind, and I feel like it was stressing me out more. Yeah. But, like, in the beginning, for sure, like, there are those resources that you can use, like, Facebook, Instagram. There are, like, um, lactation nurses that make Instagram pages, and they have, like, so many followers. Yeah. You can Even talk TikTok. to, like, other moms. Yeah, TikToks, too. And they TikTok. give you tips on everything, yeah. on pumping, breastfeeding, latching, everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah You reminded me of um, when you said that you stopped breastfeeding her because your milk came up pink. Mm -hmm. I saw a post just in case anybody goes through this. I saw a post that said um, like moms who exclusively breastfeed, they would never know that that was happening. So it's like obviously made for your baby. So it's fine. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because there was um, ever tell me that. Really? Yeah. I saw it on a page. They were like, because sometimes even it can even come out like blue tint, like tinted kind of blue or like green. And they're like, there's no reason to worry. Like if you pump it out, it's fine. Because if you were exclusively breastfeeding, your baby would be taking that in and you wouldn't even know. Yeah. So that reminded me of that.
0: Yeah. And I remember that day because actually the room that I'm in now recording in my mom's room used to be the room I shared with Delani and like right over there in the corner there is where I had like the little station I had a handheld pump because it would hurt so bad to have her on so I would just like pump and then feed her right away and I'll never forget that it was the middle of the night it was like three four in the morning I was in my room alone with her um my mom and dad are across the hall and I started pumping and I saw it and I was like I started crying. I was like, what do I do? Do I go wake up my mom? Do I give this to her? Like, what the fuck do I do? So I remember I I had um, gotten free samples of some formula and I just like gave it to her because I was like, at this point, I don't know what's safe and what's not. Imagine being 17 and not knowing what the hell's going on with your body, why you're having all this stuff. So I was crying. I'll never forget, even though like it hurts my heart to remember and to be in this room right now because I was on the bed like, holding her, and everyone, everyone was shoving information down me, like, you have to breastfeed, because it's best for the baby, you have to do this, you have to do that, and I have to give her this bottle, because I don't want to go and wake up my mom, and so I'm feeding her something that everyone told me was bad for her, and dude, like, it was so, it's so, so I would, I'm so, like, if I'm, that, I feel like you're giving me, and I'm, like, getting so teared up, because you're the first person to tell me that that was okay. Like I wasn't doing anything wrong. My milk was supposed to, or possibly could have supposed to have been pink.
1: Yeah. That's okay. So yeah, it's normal. <sighs> but it, is, it, is, it does go back to like not having those resources back then. Yeah. Because like right now, like I can have my family telling me, like giving me all this information that I'm supposed to be doing with my baby. But I, I also know that I can go and get other information myself, you know, and like know yeah. what's okay and what's not. Yeah. And like before you probably didn't. And plus you were way younger. So Mm-hmm. all these all that you knew was what your parents or like your family was telling you yeah
0: and this goes like into like the thing um what was the question again just so we can like read the biggest struggle right
1: um yeah. what's part the biggest struggle you both face dealing with postpartum
0: um so this goes hand in hand with what I actually wanted to talk about so after having my third um Luca just five months ago my biggest it's not even, well, I guess it is a struggle is I have, I've had so much mom guilt, like so much mom guilt because Delani's at home doing virtual school, I couldn't sit there with her. And then she doesn't need me to sit there with her. But if she were to have questions, I'd have to be like, I'm dealing with the two little ones wait until Jose Luis gets home or just wait until they're napping and then I'll get to you. So she was always like having to wait, wait on me. And then um, between Olivia and Luca, if Olivia was hungry and Luca was hungry, he's going to scream and cry until I give him his food. So I had to tell Olivia, like, You're, you have to wait now because I have to feed him first. And yeah. then, at the, like, sometimes I would, like, be so, like, struggling at home with him. And because he was, he was being chewed at the beginning and he would just cry a lot and we didn't know what, like, it was like, he was uncomfortable or something, and um, so I would be upstairs dealing with him alone. And then Olivia would be downstairs with Delani. And if they would start fighting, or if Delani was like, I have to go to school. And we'd leave Olivia alone for like 10 minutes. And she'd scribble on the walls or something. I would come downstairs to just yell at her. Like, it's not her fault that yeah. she's two. She's been on this earth for two years. Like, what, what does she know? And so my biggest thing is just, now that Luca's finally sleeping through the night, it's like the... I don't know. Like people would say like, Oh yeah, wait till he sleeps through the night. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Like it's not going to get, you. but literally once he started sleeping during the night and I was being able to sleep, I feel like I got a little piece of my life back because we're all waking up at the same time. I try to wake up before them just to have like a few minutes by myself, but it doesn't really happen all the time. But um, because when we're able to wake up together, I have a routine set. Now, like I wake up, I change Luca's diaper I make him a bottle right away, feed him. Olivia sits on the, on the couch with me while we're watching TV. He's feed, He eats, put him down, he's happy. I go in and make Olivia breakfast. You know, like the whole, it's like we have a routine now. But for so many months, at the end of the night, when I would like finally tuck everyone in, tell that Lenny loved her at night and then whatever, I would sit and just cry. Because I was so alone and I'm like, I'm I'm getting so emotional
1: right now. Yeah, I went that happens. <laughs> it's so hard, dude. Like at sometimes like
0: Delani would leave to her dad, like back to her dad's, and I'd be like, dude, we spent like 10 minutes together. I felt like throughout these whole four days you were with me. I did nothing with you. And yeah, people would be like, Oh, but she understands it's like, no, she shouldn't have to understand that she has two little siblings that need more attention because she's also my child and she also needs attention. And then there's a, the fact of like, um Olivia's in her terrible too. So she's getting into all these things and then we're screaming at her. And it's like, she doesn't know, like we have to yeah. sit there and like explain to her. And that's why like, sometimes we're like, oh, you need to yell at her. You need to put her in time. you need to do this. You need to do that. I'm like, dude, I'm doing what I can. And if I feel like it's more my fault than her fault for her doing something, then I'm not going to yell at her. And if that's going to make her, for everyone to think that she's a bad-ass kid, then whatever, don't, don't come see her then.
1: Yeah, and, that's true.
0: Because if I can deal with her, then who cares, who else cares? And as long as she's not going, we don't really go anywhere, we go to my sweetheart's house and my mom's house. And as long as she's not like going and terrorizing other people's houses, then I really don't care. She's yeah. so sweet to her brother. She's so sweet to her sister and you know but that's been like my biggest biggest thing I can't believe I cried out here. <laughs> but that's been like my biggest thing where I'm just like how do I divide my time into three and then on top of it like making sure me and Jose Luis spend time together because we really don't like after the kids go to sleep sometimes we'll like stay up and talk and like joke around and stuff but like that's it
1: yeah <laughs> It's so I know and um when you mentioned that people tell you to like scream at her or like whatever mm-hmm. it also goes back to like different parenting styles yeah like I feel like a lot of people don't respect people's parenting like mm-hmm. if you're choosing to never hit your kid that's your own choice like don't people shouldn't tell you like you need to hit her so she can behave like no there's other ways <laughs> yeah and like I started doing like
0: a timeout thing for two minutes and she hates
1: that more than when I hit her yeah, it's like, um, like don't let people tell you how to parent. Pretty much, like, yeah, if you're choosing to parent a certain way, because I know that there's like, did you know that there's something called gentle parenting? Yes. So, I just learned about that, and that it's like, I learned about it. I already knew about it, but I didn't know that that was the name for it. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like a lot of people look down on that. Yeah, and it's like if you're gonna if you want to parent your kid a certain way, just stick to it. Like. Don't worry about what everybody else says. Especially in the Latino community.
0: Yes. You know that
1: it's like, no, you have to give them their
0: their fajasos. They're going to whoop their ass. Yeah. They need to learn and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, because see, I personally, I don't know if you do, probably not, but I have a thing, like I struggle with um, authority people. Like if, if I, if it's someone's my boss or if it's like a cop, someone that I know is like technically above me, like in whatever, I I struggle and I've, I've gotten really a lot better with this, but I struggle with like defending myself because growing up, you just get hit and it's like, you don't have a, you don't have a voice. You don't have a chance to speak up for yourself and like explain why you did whatever it is that you did. So you just got hit and then you had to listen because they're adult and that's it. And I don't want my kids growing up thinking that anyone is better than them. Like if your boss is treating you some type of way, you need to put your foot down and Say and like speak up, and if it's not for you, then quit. Like, don't be scared of whatever. And if a cop pulls you over, especially being a Latina, and especially if you're brown, and especially if you're whatever, no one's gonna treat you a certain way just because they're above you. Like it's just and I don't want to raise my kids telling them you need to listen to me because I'm the mom and you're gonna do what I say. I want to yeah, like I want you to, like, I'm gonna sit there and be like, This is why it's wrong this is why I'm punishing you. And if you don't agree with me, fine, tell me. And like, that's how me and the Lani are, or I I try to be with the Lani. Sometimes if I see that she's really mad, I'll be like, nope, that's it. Go to your room and that's it. And then later on, I'll go in her room and I'll be like, can you please talk to me now? Like, why, why did you think that was good? And then sometimes even her reasoning, I'm like, oh, okay. Like I get it, but that still doesn't make it okay. But I'm not going to sit there and start Hitting her and beating her and be like you're not like not giving her a chance to explain herself just because i'm the mom
1: just i because feel like I that pushes out. them away
0: too yeah and then she won't want to talk to me it like she's gonna lose respect for me um it, it just goes into all those things and i'm like no like i i'd rather have her respect and i'd rather have her trust than to her run away run away and try to like find people to depend on and choose the wrong group to lean on yeah
1: because then she'll rebel against you and Mm -hmm. do the complete opposite of (laughs) what you were telling her um I have here Um, don't spend money on expensive things (laughs) oh my god I feel like a lot of people tried to get like like the I mean I obviously did this too but like the cuter stuff like the more expensive so like obviously babies only use that for a few months so that's like something that I learned (laughs) or weeks yeah especially clothes (laughs) yeah (laughs) They barely go through it. Like, don't spend money. Like, I have a friend who's pregnant and I keep telling her, like, don't get this stuff. Like, you literally can have Xavier's because he's yeah. going to stop using it by the time you have your baby. Like, I feel she's like. Boy. Yeah. And she's having a boy, too. So. How is she
0: going to have all of Luca stuff? I've been wait- looking for someone to donate to. and oh, we can talk about this after. Yeah. I'll
1: tell her. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I feel like people always try to, like.
0: One up the next person. Like, show up.
1: Yeah. For yeah. social media. like. Yeah. <laughs> I follow some moms and I feel like they just make it seem like it's like what it's not yeah Like we know that it's way hard like I feel for social media people try to paint a pretty ass picture like oh look my baby's perfect like obviously all babies are perfect but like might try to say like their life is perfect or like whatever don't believe everything you see on social media no and like we kind of talked about it last time like people are normalizing um that more now like with um body image. Same thing with moms. Like, I see, maybe it's because I follow all the mom pages. Yeah. (laughs) But I always see them posting, like, real-life stuff. Like, that's so good. On social media, people are going to try to make it seem like it's a breeze. Like, motherhood is a breeze. And it's really not. No. That's why I,
0: don't post that much. Because I'm like, first of all, I don't want to air my dirty laundry. And second of all, I don't want to. Like, that's why I only post pictures of me. And people are probably like, what the hell? Like, what about your kids? I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, Private. (laughs) They're you not. don't need to
1: see my kids. yeah <laughs> but yeah it's
0: and I see people spending like crazy amount of thing money on things like that they're not going to use that long like I've I've noticed that with Luca the thing that I spent the most money on was I think bottles and I got yeah. those like they're the ones or whatever.
1: yeah those are the ones I used too. I but I spend money I love them even, too they're
0: not even that expensive for how much they are because they're so good but yeah. with Luca like I don't know how people feel about like secondhand used clothes, secondhand used clothes. That's my favorite. but um, with the Lani, I didn't want any of it, and my mom was just like, you know, like you're seventeen. I'm not gonna be buying all this stuff. So then she was just like, and then too, where we live, we live in Muskego. People use their things once and then give them up. So like with Delani, she used a lot of secondhand stuff. With Olivia, I was more like, oh, I don't know, I want to buy like all new. This is like starting over, blah blah blah. But with Luca, I was, I was like, dude, this is my last kid. What am I going to do with it after? It's not like it's not like I have someone else that's going to use it. And so with him, I didn't spend like I got so lucky and I found like such good sales and stuff for his stuff. Oh my, like, I don't know. I'd rather open the bank account and they'll be set when they're older. Cause I don't know. I yeah. like dressing them cute. Don't get me wrong. I feel like it doesn't no, yeah. be like, what are you talking about? You spent all this money on them, but no, like I, <laughs> but if you're listening, you should know, I got a really good sale on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I for real think that, I don't know, it's not worth buying five, $600 worth of clothes for a newborn that first of all, doesn't care as long as you feed them.
1: Um, yeah and like for Xavier I feel like we got super lucky because I barely had to buy anything myself the only thing that I spent more I had to buy more myself was stuff for like when he's older like after six months like all the newborn clothes I it was gifted Mm -hmm.
0: I have like Um, a lot of um for one of my friends actually gives me like all of her daughter's clothes Olivia has clothes saved up until she's probably like six years old she said she said this whole past year I didn't have to buy her anything because anytime my friend would send me or she would text me one time she texted me and she was just like hey Olivia's monthly subscription is ready
1: oh my god <laughs> that's so cool
0: yeah and she would just bring us the clothes her daughter's clothes and um yeah with Luca I have up until he's like I think well he's about to fit into nine months but after that I don't have stuff but he I haven't bought him anything since he's been born either."
1: Yeah, and I feel like since um, Xavier was born and all his life has been through COVID, <laughs> all of his clothes is just like pajamas, like those legging pants for babies and like the onesies. Like he doesn't have any cute outfits unless we're going somewhere and like I buy it for that day specifically. Yeah. But and yeah, that I haven't really spent like I bought him a lot of clothes, but like it's cheap from like Target. Yeah. Because we don't go anywhere. And plus, I want him to be comfortable. Like I'm not going to put a freaking suit on him for him to be at home (laughs) like we don't see
0: anyone yeah word of advice for anyone that has like little kids don't buy them clothes right now that they don't care and they're gonna ruin it anyways save it for when they're the lani's age and they start asking for stuff and they want to start like dressing with the trends and they have their own style yeah and their own style because now it's like she wants these 100 dollar tennis shoes and she wants only clothes from Tilly's and only clothes from zoomies and all this stuff. she's like,
1: fancy girl.
0: Good job <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> she needs to go work <laughs> yeah because i i used to buy the lani so much stuff because she was my only kid and i thought i wasn't gonna have anymore one time a couple i think actually my my parents gifted me a trip after i graduated from college and so we went to mexico and um i had packed the lani suitcase my mom's because I had to come back to go to work. They didn't give me like the whole time off. So the Lani stayed in Mexico with my parents. And my mom, when she got back, she was like, how many pairs of shoes did you pack her? I was like, I don't know, one for each outfit. She's like, you packed like 13 pairs of chanclas. Like there's <laughs> no need for, I think at the time she was like five or six. years old.
1: That's how I pack.
0: And I was like, those are just her her vacation sandals. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't. You like no. try to
1: cover up. Yes. <laughs>
0: My mom was like, "No, she needs one tan, one black, one white, and that's it. Like, she's not gonna fit into this anymore." I'm like, "Yeah, but." And then it was like the nicer stuff too. Like I would get her like um, Michael Kors sandals, like you know, just stupid stuff yeah. that I that I doesn't care as long as she's playing and whatever. She didn't care. Now with Olivia, I'm like, no, nope, sorry girl, you're not getting no Michael Kors <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So going back to like the social media thing, um, I feel like after I had after I went through like the whole labor and birth experience, it made me connect a lot more with people that I followed on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't know why if it was just a coincidence, but I had a lot of people, you know how you have like those social media friends that you don't really like, you just talk to them on Instagram, but like, you never really like hang out with them or yeah. anything. There was a lot of them who were pregnant at the same time. So I feel like anytime that they would post something, I would want to like help them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that happen to you? I would yeah. or like one time this girl posted about her hair, like her losing her hair, like after postpartum and um, or postpartum hair loss, I should say. And like that's when I had just stopped, like mine had just stopped falling out. And I, I messaged her and I was like, I promise you, I know exactly what you're feeling and it's yeah. going to stop at some point. Like it just makes you like connect with people more. Yeah. Um. And it just like made me want to help them because it was her. It was her about the hair loss. And then another one about um breastfeeding, about pumping. Hmm. I'm like girl do not worry if you have (laughs) to supplement just do it because I didn't do that and (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what I mean it just makes you want to help everyone and like let them know that they're not on their own that they're not alone yeah
0: that's how Um, for a while I would see people post stuff about like just having the baby and they wouldn't announce it um they were scared during COVID I was just like oh my god like I
1: feel you yeah yeah it's hard um do you have any I know we gave advice last time but do you have any advice to give out this time about postpartum?
0: Yes, um, don't be afraid to talk, go to a therapist,
1: and it yes. it helps so much because
0: sometimes as much as like helpful as your partner wants to be, sometimes they don't like they're not equipped with the right words to comfort you, and sometimes sometimes they mean well, but they can make you feel worse. Like, oh, it's fine. Like you like think of the positive, and sometimes it's yeah. like do not think that I tried that already or do not think that? And that makes you feel bad for not being able to look on the bright side. So yeah, if you feel sad for whatever reason, if you're having these intrusive thoughts, if you just need someone to talk to, honestly, do not be afraid to go see a therapist. Don't be afraid to reach out um, or even just if anyone that you trust just to tell them what you're really, really feeling like if you're too scared to tell anyone about these intrusive thoughts and you're scared, um, something might happen or whatever, like you have to trust someone to tell them because I mean, God forbid it get worse, but it could. And, um, you, I feel like we all could help have someone in our life that can give us like good advice and to, um, be like our, like our comfort. And so you can get rid of like that mom guilt, a little bit of mom guilt, if you have any. It just helps. It just helps with everything. Even if you're like, once you're done being sad about postpartum, there's always something to talk else. about. Yeah. yeah, like what my therapist once told me, um, I had mentioned like a podcast and she was like, do it. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, do it. Like you have a lot to talk about. And I was like, oh, no, I don't. But like she <laughs> she helps me with it. Yeah, <laughs> Look at us yeah.
1: Now. And like kind of going off of that, I feel like, even just talking to friends that have experienced the same thing so if anyone feels like they don't have somebody to talk to you guys can message me and my right? if yes. you do yes. um because sometimes you don't necessarily have to go to a ter- therapist <laughs> 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 to a therapist but even just talking to someone else who relates to you yeah. can help you a lot because mm-hmm. I know like when I was pregnant I had a friend that I would message about everything like about people who were pissing me off mm-hmm. about like my body about like how I was feeling like just, just things like that so like if anybody out there ever needs somebody you guys can always message us but like Malen said it is important Um, I feel like everyone kind of knows when it gets to the point where you need to see a therapist but we're like so in denial yeah. that we don't want to face that yeah but it is super important there's a lot of people who go to therapists without having any like mental illness. Is there anything it's just nice to have somebody there to like you know to check in with so yeah. I agree with that one um did you have anything else you wanted to add to that
0: um maybe just like um if anyone is currently pregnant I wanted to mention something before that I forgot to talk about but just quickly to um talk about it quick so one thing that I always recommend people is that if you're not spiritual if you're not religious like it's fine it doesn't have to be about that but if you go into your labor as calm and as zen as you possibly can I feel like that helps like your mental state so much so when I had Olivia I was in such a good like mind like like a mindset I guess you can say I was in such a good space and my labor was like good my afterbirth like I still had like the like the blues and the depression just because I always have it there but it was so much better compared to when I had Luca when I had Luca I had like gone through something a month with like maybe even weeks before I had him where I was just like crying all the time and I feel like it affects not like your labor or anything but for me I feel like the, you know how the babies feel everything
1: yeah um, like your emotions your
0: emotions and everything and because it was so close to my labor I feel like I'm this could just be me and my spirituality or whatever but I feel like that's why Luca was so chioncito and he was like so fussy when he was first born because he had felt everything that I had felt and that's why we like struggled a little bit so whether you meditate whether you you know like like I said go talk to a therapist and get everything off your chest like just try to enjoy your last month of pregnancy and just really be at peace and even if you have kids um already and just try to be comforted some way because I don't know like I will always tell everyone like just go into your labor as clear-minded as you can just because it helps so much
1: and also like to add to that I would say don't be don't be like scared to tell people not I don't know I think it goes back to like how I was I gave labor during COVID and I didn't have visitors like don't be scared to ask people for space especially right after you give birth it's a lot that goes on Mm -hmm. like it's so crazy like I honestly feel like nobody can even explain it yeah um but like don't be afraid to ask people for space yeah after labor because I know um I think one of my friends when she gave birth she didn't have I think they let you have visitors right away and I think she took the first day like she said no visitors like that's hey my fine. baby was born but like we're not don't taking come visitors right yeah. now <laughs> my baby was born but don't come <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I think that's good because you need time after giving labor like especially yeah, if labor was a little bit rougher whatever it's crazy yeah I agree um I would say um like you see babies when you search up like milestones for babies you're always, like, comparing your kid to, like, yes. certain milestones. And I did that a lot. Like, yeah. an example for me, like, by the time this happened, like, I so- I had stopped stressing out about it. But, like, the holding up the head, the crawling, the tummy time, like, all of that. You, like, compare everything to kids that you see. Mm-hmm. Not kids that you see online, but, like, milestones that you see, especially if you follow, like, all these pages. Yeah. And, like, I did that a lot. And it would stress me out. I'm, like, why isn't he crawling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, like, he just learned how to crawl now like on his knees like he would army crawl for a long time and now he just learned that he could use his knees and his hands and also like another thing for him is like his teeth like he didn't grow his teeth I think they say for between like four and six months Mm -hmm. and I was stressing out about that so much and like now he hasn't like he's fine (laughs) like as long as like I mentioned before as long as your doctor says they're good it's fine like don't compare yourself don't compare yourself or your babies to like what you see online yeah I agree with that and I since
0: Luca and Olivia were born within like three days of each other, two years apart. Um, I get like, you know, like on Snapchat, it's like a year ago today, two years ago today. Yeah. Well, I would see that Olivia was doing certain things that Luca's not. And I'd be like, what the heck is he behind? Is he doing this? And I just like you, I had to be like, he's a whole different human. He's a whole different baby. He will get there whenever he is ready to get there. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I blamed myself for him not reaching certain milestones too so yeah i feel that i was the same like one.
1: comparing yourself mm-hmm. comparing yourself and your baby to others is it kind of like drains you a little bit yeah. like especially like those first few months It's so like, i would say just I'm like in. yeah yeah i'm drinking water <laughs> okay guys that's all we have for today um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um, like we mentioned, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, my Instagram is Ariana Lizette. It's A R I A N A, L I Z E T T E E, on
0: Instagram. And my Instagram is Malen Munoz with two Z's, so it's M A L E N M U N O Z Z. And oh, and our Instagram for podcast is um, Hablando de Corazon. So you can find us at either one of those places. And our um, email is corazon at gmail.com. We're always checking that too. Um, so thank you again for listening. We'll be back next time. Bye. Bye.